Welcome to the Mr. Right Magnet Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Mitchell, and I'm a matchmaking love coach, helping you create the relationship of your dreams by enlightening you to the energy, science, and possibilities of love and romance. I'm going to be teaching you my strategies to attract the real and shameless love you desire. Get ready to step into your highest and most authentic self to attract and create the relationship of your dreams. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Mr. Right Magnet podcast. Okay, today we are breaking down one of the biggest ways I see ladies inside the dating experience and relationships self-sabotaging. And this is something that I like to call personalization. And it's this cognitive distortion that something and everything means something about your self-worth and your identity. And it all comes back to you. And there's always a hidden message And it's this personification of external factors meaning something about you. And so I want to get deeper into this and how it really self-sabotages your relationships. But first, I have an amazing client I cannot wait to celebrate. My girl, Nadia. Nadia came to me because she felt anxious about the state of her current relationship. It was really unclear where she and her partner stood in terms of intimacy and connection. Things felt very on and off. And this lack of stability is something that we experience a lot of the time when we are chasing. And when she sent me her text messages and her conversations with her partner, this is when I was really able to identify the problem. And When a man isn't pursuing you actively, we start to second guess ourselves. We start to think, what's going on? What's wrong? What did I do wrong? What changed? What happened? And this is exactly what was going on inside her head. So she wasn't showing up authentically as herself. She was actually just having this very anxious attachment style to the outcome of every message, of every conversation, of every event. And this actually was killing the intimacy and killing the connection. And this happens when men are not pursuing. But when I looked over her messages to see what could be the reason why he isn't in this pursuing masculine mode, it was really because she was chasing. Because of this worry and this anxiety about something always being wrong or there being an underlying message, which really ties into the topic we're talking about today, When we chase, men pull back and they become more distant because they can't be in their masculine. We're actually taking that masculine role. And we implemented a texting strategy. And why we did this is because there's some long distance in the relationship at times. And these are the moments where we can still work on improving that level of intimacy even when somebody is far away and all we have is texting. And we really wanted to transition the texting to calls. So I taught her my step-by-step process on implementing a dating strategy that creates the shift in the relationship roles from her being in her 
feminine and him being in his masculine, him pursuing her receiving, her leaning back, her having this patience and this slower pace while he's always thinking, what is she doing? What's going on? How can I contact her? I need to know how she's doing. I need to pursue her. I need to make sure I call her today and please her. Within 24 hours of Nadia implementing the exact strategy, the way that I taught her, he is calling her morning and night. He wants pictures. He wants to chat. He's always talking to her. He's telling her everything he's doing. And he is pursuing her. He's including her in his time away. And the intimacy is back. The connection is back. The lust is back. That excitement is back. And we really can do this when we implement a strategy that works to help a man really go back into his masculine and help you really sit deep in your feminine and enjoy that receiving. So congratulations, Nadia. I am so, so proud of you for being able to implement this strategy so accurately and so quickly to see 24-hour results. Okay, it's time to get into this topic. So I see this in all aspects of the dating and relationship experience. And where I want to start specifically is before you're actually in a relationship. And this kind of self-sabotage, this kind of personification is when we look at why we do not have our soulmate yet and we actually take it as a reflection of ourselves. So we actually like to tune inward and think, what's wrong with me? Um, Why do men not want to go out with me? Why do men not match me? There's something wrong with me. It's something to do with my worth. It's something to do with my identity. Am I not good enough? And this is actually, we're personifying. We're actually making it about ourselves. And I see this in relationships. If a man is very like short and to the point, what happens is we think, oh, he doesn't like us. Something's gone wrong. I've done something to make him be less attracted to me. And this can also show up in the case of intimacy. If a man isn't super intimate all the time, I remember with my husband, if he was, you know, not so lovey-dovey one day, in the beginning, I always thought it had something to do with me. I was always like, what's wrong? What's going on with our relationship? What's what's happening? Are we not connecting? Blah, 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 blah. And really, he was just like a little overtired and he needed some more space that day. But these kinds of habits and like mine was very minor. I was very blessed to not have an anxious attachment style, even though it can come out in healthy attachment styles at times. Sometimes we personalize things. But where I see this to be really a problem for women is when they have experienced parent wounds or a past relationship romantically or non-romantically with a narcissist. And why this happens is because when you're with someone that has this plotted scheme and is always trying to play this points game, the narcissist trying to win one up on you and use everything against you. In order to survive, you have to identify everything that happens as having a deeper meaning to it. You have to have your guard up and be ready for something that you thought would be nice or like kind-hearted or just like a random thing, it's going to mean something later. They're going to use it against you later. And it's going to make you feel very unsafe because it's so unpredictable. 
So in order to survive, you become so anxious about what every little thing means and if it was your fault and if you were wrong. And because of the amount of blame and shame that goes on in these relationships, we really internalize the result even the result of attracting that person. And we think we've done something to attract this. And really what it is, is that this person took advantage. They hid the red flags really well. And when they were able to get inside your head, they used this against you and they manipulated you and they controlled you. And this cannot in any way be your fault. How someone took advantage of you and mistreated you and traumatized you is not a reflection of you or representation of you, but it's a representation of them. This is a them problem. They're the one in the wrong, but we internalize it because of the fear, because of the rejection that we experience, because of the abandonment. And what we do in the face of fear of rejection and abandonment in relationships later on is that we try to see this coming. We try to see the abandonment coming. We try to see the rejection coming. We try to see the betrayal, the backstabbing. So we look at everything like what is our responsibility? What have we done wrong? Where could we go wrong where this is going to come back to bite us? And when we do this, we really personify everything. Everything means something about us. If a man is like a little bit more shy over text one day, it means something about something that we've done wrong. And I want to really break down that this is happening because of past trauma, because of subconscious programming that was created in your brain when you were in survival mode, and it was to keep you safe. And this happens in those romantic relationships and in those early parent relationships. And I see this coming up. I mean, it's no surprise that a lot of the ladies that I work with have had really terrible traumatic relationships in their life that they are having to recover from and have that healing transformation so that they can show up as their authentic self in relationships instead of as the part of them that went through all of these things and the survival mechanisms that that created and the trauma responses that that created and the triggers, because that's not you. You're not your trauma. You are authentically your original gifted, beautiful, incredible self. But sometimes that trauma can seep in and really control how we represent ourselves and how we show up. And so this is part of getting that anxious attachment style under control by working through this issue this cognitive distortion that was created by a trauma of personifying every single situation and scenario. And it really does sabotage your relationships because it distances you from your partner significantly. So how do we overcome this? And I've got a few different things I want to talk about here. Now, the first thing that I see happening when we're doing this personification is that we are, sorry, not personification. When we are doing this personalization of the issue, we are in our beta brain wave. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast already, but I want to go over this beta brain wave. And this is really the logical side of our brain, the calculated side of our brain, the one that overanalyzes 
and overthinks. And our beta brain is actually responsible for doing all the things that we do during the day and making make things make sense and doing all the right things and the right moves. But the problem is when we look at love and relationships in this logical state, when we've gone through trauma, when we've gone through some kind of programming that makes us think about things in a distorted way, the beta brain will sabotage you because it's trying to figure every little thing out and it uses your past experiences of being with the wrong person or being around somebody who took advantage of you or somebody who had a kind of attachment style to you that was anxious or insecure. And so what happens is we try to logic the crap out of everything. And I've spoken about this so many times. When we're talking about love, logic can't be, can't have a seat at the table because love isn't logical. Love is something you're willing to die for. And that is not something that the logical side of your brain can understand. Love is actually this beautiful, beautiful thing that sits outside of logic and it doesn't need reason. It happens naturally. And so we really want to focus on shifting into our alpha brain wave state of mind, which is a neutralized zone between the conscious and the subconscious. And what we're doing when we're in the alpha brain wave state is we're able to access that subconscious reprogramming to change the belief that it is your fault, to change the the desire to prevent abandonment and rejection as if you have control over that. And this comes from those past traumas and those past relationships. And we have to access that alpha brain wave in order to do the subconscious reprogramming to detach from the outcome. And I want to talk about detaching from the outcome because when we have detached energy is when we really are able to date in our authentic self. We aren't attached to the outcome of every little conversation, text message, date, experience. And when we can detach from the outcome, this is when we put ourselves into that receiving mode, that feminine mode. And this is where men truly can pursue us. And that personalization that occurs when there's like this insecure feeling inside a relationship really goes away when a man is consistently pursuing us and consistently doing really wonderful things and romancing us and courting us. And we're able to flip the script and those roles and go into receiving when we have this detached energy, which really influences a man to pursue us. And that feels so, so good. And the other piece to this is when a man is pursuing us and when we're in detached energy, we show up as our authentic self, which means more emotional connection, more trust, and more intimacy. And why I wanted to really break this down and what I see as the biggest solution to if you're running into this problem over and over where it does feel like everything's your fault, it does feel like you're doing something wrong, like you're not enough, like you're waiting for doomsday to occur in your relationship all the time and you have this anxious attachment style and everything means something deeper. What I really want you to do is detach from the outcome. 
But in order to do that, you're going to have to learn exactly how to get into a state of mind, that alpha brainwave state, to reprogram those pieces that are still creating the feeling of blame and shame and guilt in your relationships and in those past relationships that maybe you do feel like you've healed, but I can honestly tell you there's so much more there if this is something that you're experiencing in the dating game. Okay, I loved getting down to the nitty gritty in this episode and really bringing something I believe is such an important topic to light because I feel like a lot of the time we don't have a name for it. And this personalization, this cognitive distortion that we often find ourselves doing that's like a piece of our insecurity, I want you to know that this is something that you can absolutely change. One time I had a friend tell me that Anxious attachment style is the hardest one to change. And I had my client just flip from anxious attachment style to secure and stable attachment style in 24 hours in her relationship. And that has created the foundation for her man to consistently pursue her. And she is absolutely loving all the receiving and the confidence that receiving has given her by watching a man go head over heels for her. This is absolutely possible. And if you want to know how you can implement this strategy, this is the thing that this my client Nadia told me today. She loves how I've packaged everything into a very simple, comprehensive, and very easy to implement strategy. So if you're looking for exactly how you can use these strategies, to create more intimacy in your love life, or even to just get you on some really awesome, great dates with some really amazing men, go to the show notes, go to my links and book your free call now with me. Because in this free call, we're going to be able to dive deep into exactly what's going on in your love life, whether you're dating or you're in a relationship. And we're going to be able to start resolving those issues by applying the strategies that you need to take your love life to the next level. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I am so happy to be delivering all of this value to you. I can't wait to see you in the next one. Have a great week.